I want to um, address something that I think it's pretty interesting. And uh, I feel like it's going too far. It's especially, well, it's been going way too far. It's been way out of hand. But it's just, it's getting to the point where, honestly, it's ridiculous now. Because I, I still see people wearing a mask. And I can only assume that it's because of this uh, COVID-19 thing. And yet, I see people and they have on a mask. And they're outside. And they're walking down the street alone in open air, open space. No one is walking with them. Okay. And um, honestly, there have been times where it's been somewhat hot, not ridiculously hot, but hot, hot enough to say, hey, you know, I'm not going to wear a sweater or jacket. I'm going to dress for the weather. Maybe put on some shorts, a T-shirt, some sandals, call it a day. And yet they have on a mask walking down the street in open space, in open air alone. That I don't understand. Why do you have on a mask? Why do people choose to continue to wear a mask? Honestly, I don't think people really realize what sickness and disease, what it actually is. I don't think people have the slightest idea of what it really is on a spiritual level on a energetic level it's it can be quite confusing to see someone wearing a mask especially walking down the street alone in open air open space that i do not understand just like i've seen people inside their car alone with their windows rolled up, more than likely having the AC on, but yet you still have on a mask. Why? That I don't understand. And maybe it's not for me to understand. I do realize that everyone has their own reason for why they do particular things. And that's fine. I get it. It's not for me or for anyone else to question it. But when I see it, I just I can't help but just wonder what that is, per se. You have on a mask. Why? Are you paranoid of something? Are you afraid that maybe you may get this COVID-19 thing? Is that what that is? I mean, sickness. Disease. I had a conversation with someone, just like I've had this same conversation with you. And I basically said that if you were to separate the brain from the body and then try to have a conversation with just the body, asking the body to perform 
particular task. Do you believe that the body could actually perform these particular tasks without the assistance of the brain? Now, hopefully, hopefully, most of you said no. And that's correct. The body cannot uh, function, let alone do anything on its own without the assistance or the control of the brain. And I'm quite certain that doctors would agree with me and say that to separate the brain from the body, you know, um, there are basically, if you will, two diagnoses they can pronounce you with. And that is to consider you either brain dead or just consider you just dead, period. Okay. Um, because, again, biologically speaking, without the brain, the body cannot function. There, there are no, um, no motor skills, no interaction, no anything. And so, if you were to, if you will, um, I guess, infect the physical body with, let's say, COVID-19, and then remove the brain, what effect exactly would the COVID-19 have on a physical body without the control of the brain? It would have zero effect. Just like I'm sure a lot of people have heard this when it comes to, um, let's say, um, maybe like a, like a, a demonic possession. Okay. Most people would say that in order to successfully pull off a demonic possession, that the demon itself would need a host. The demon needs a host, needs a body to possess, to take over, to control. And if there isn't such thing provided, then the demon would basically fail in its attempt to possess something because there, there would be, um, Nobody to possess, nobody to take control of. All right. And basically the same principle applies with COVID-19. If you remove the brain and then you infect this body with COVID-19, well, basically the COVID-19 would have zero effect because it would it would not have the brain to basically, if you will, make distinctions to say that, oh, I feel this way. No, I don't feel that way. Um, this is what's happening. No, this is not what's happening. And so when you think about it, that is equivalent to a person consciously acknowledging that COVID-19 has absolutely no power over them and it has zero effect on both their mind and body. And so therefore, what they do is they consciously decide to reject the, if you will, the, the disease or sickness known as the COVID-19 and resulting in them having zero effect from the COVID-19 because they have consciously decided to reject it and they don't believe in it. They don't accept it. So then, therefore, COVID-19 
um, basically has no power, no control to do anything. It can't affect you because you, if you will, understand exactly what COVID-19 is. And basically it's a program like a laptop or a desktop has a, a program that you run. The sickness and disease is basically the same thing. If you have a laptop and you have a program, and if you do not install the software onto the laptop to run this program, you cannot execute particular actions. Do you understand? Excuse me. And basically, again, the same principle applies for COVID-19 in response to the physical body. If a doctor was to diagnose you and say, okay, yes, you have COVID-19. Based on our test, it basically shows that you are uh, a positive candidate or you have posi uh, posi positively um, been marked as a, a, um, as a COVID-19 carrier, if you will. And in my opinion, a person basically has two options that they can decide to go with. You can either accept what the doctor has told you and install this uh, COVID-19 install this COVID-19 software into your physical body and let it run and take its course. And whatever the effect is, whatever the effect or you can reject the diagnosis and whether you openly tell the doctor or you keep it to yourself and you make it known that honestly, there is absolutely nothing wrong with me. There is no such thing as COVID-19. I don't buy that. I don't accept that. It's not real. Energetically speaking, there is no such thing. It's just a program. So therefore, I am not going to install this program into my physical body and let the software run. I will not. I refuse to let this software uh, run and execute whatever it is, whatever the said outcome is. Because I don't believe in COVID-19. I don't believe in sickness or disease. It's not real. It is literally, honestly, just a, a program if you will, that most people consciously allow to run. Do you understand? Because like I've said before, and I'll say it again, that every single thing that you do basically is done because of the mind. Simple things like blinking your eyes, uh, to get up and walk back and forth, to move your arms and legs, to look up and down, side to side, to do a, to do basically everything, okay? Any type of uh, physical movement is only uh, done because of the brain. And again, if you subtract the brain from the body, then there would be no motor skills. It would have zero mobility, OK, even doctors will agree with me on this. So now it is up to you to take it a step further and say, OK, you make the decision just like the placebo effect says 
you make the decision and you decide. Am I going to allow sickness and disease to infect my body and have a negative outcome and enable me to be uh, enable me to suffer and have discomfort and pain and possibly be laid up in the hospital for days, possibly weeks at a time while doctors are giving me um, life threatening medication that has a million side effects and they are continuing to diagnose me with something that isn't real to begin with, that isn't real initially. Okay. There are no sickness. There are no disease. Sickness and disease is literally, they're just, they're thoughts that you either agree, agree with, or you disagree with. Either you accept it or you reject it. Literally, that's all sickness and disease basically is. Think about it. Let's say you had, uh, let's say, okay, the COVID-19. And let's say down to your very core, you made the decision that COVID-19, it's not real. You don't accept it. And you lived your life based on the, based on these facts that you have declared. You, you are living your life based on the fact that it doesn't affect you. It's not real. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you because you yourself have rewired and reprogrammed your mind and your body to understand and to believe and to accept that COVID-19 has zero effect on you. As a matter of fact, COVID-19 is not even real, energetically speaking. Because if you were to, if we ever had the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with an energetic being, they would tell us that sickness and disease are not real. There is no such thing. Do you understand? Just like your body isn't real. There is no physical realm. There is no physical body. Quantum physics proves this. And when you take a piece of your body or your hair and you put it under a microscope and you repeatedly um, zoom in, zoom in and zoom in, you will see that it's literally just empty space. So you are indeed not a physical vessel. You are not a host of anything. Do you understand? The physical realm doesn't exist. There is no third dimension of physical, tangible realm. There are no physical, tangible human beings. Especially that of sickness or disease or COVID-19. So, honestly, your fear, your paranoia is causing you to be sick. Your fear is causing you to have a disease, to contract a disease. Your fear is enabling you to experience discomfort and pain and agony. Your fear is placing you in the care of a doctor, which basically places you in a hospital for them to run tests on you that are not real and for a doctor to decide on what diagnosis he wants to diagnose you with so that he can determine which uh, life-threatening medication that he's going to give you, which has in turn a million side effects that may fix one thing and screw up everything else. 
That's what sickness and disease is basically doing. Because you have had people, again, that have been smoking for 15, 20 years of their life and they died. But the cigarettes wasn't the cause of their death. Some people have been drinking for 15, 20 years of their life, but the drinking was not the root cause of their death. And it also wasn't, it also did not contribute to whatever, whatever they did die from. Do you understand? Just like there are people who can say or have known personally that will tell you that um, maybe their friends, loved ones, co-workers, whoever would tell you that um, they on the on the outer surface, they appear to be very healthy, very strong people, very determined, very motivated people, very healthy eating type of a person, went to the gym all of the time, ran laps, drunk a lot of water, ate the healthy food, did everything. But yet they still died. And for the most part, that leaves pe people in a question mark. So what happened? If they, so to speak, did all of these healthy things, then how come they died? Well, and I've talked about this before and I'll talk about it again. Here's something to really understand. Eating healthy, make sure you, you pay very close attention to what I'm going to say. Eating healthy has absolutely nothing to do with your mindset. Do you understand? Let me say that again. Eating healthy has absolutely nothing to do with your mindset. You could eat all of the vegetables in the world. You can drink gallons of water every single day. You could practically live at the gym. But none of those things have anything remotely to do with your mindset. Because you could be the healthiest person as far as your eating habits, as far as your nutrition... But your mindset can be utterly destroyed. It could be full of sickness and disease and just all of these horrible things. So your eating habits, your healthy eating habits have absolutely nothing to do with your mindset. Because if you have a negative mindset, you're going to have ne negative experiences and your negative mindset literally has a direct effect on what is considered the physical body. So if you are one that is full of stress, full of worry, full of doubt, limitation, mediocrity, bad, and, and all of these horrible things, if that is, if, if that is the the grounded uh, command center of your mind, your brain, if you will, then all of these things, again, will literally have a direct effect on the physical body and they will, and you will experience, okay, you will experience your mindset through your physical body, if you will. Or you will experience these negative experiences through your life experiences. If you have a negative mind, you're going to have negative experiences. That's a given. That's that's simple, basic, simple principles. OK, negative mindset, negative experiences, happy mindset, positive experiences. They say a positive, focused, determined mindset 
equals a, a positive focus, determined, healthy, physical body, but yet we don't have a physical body. So basically a healthy, positive, determined mindset just basically dictates a positive, healthy, strengthened, powerful reality that you decide on. You decide your reality. You decide the outcome of your experience. You're the, the CEO, if you will. You're the owner. You're the shot caller. You call the shots. You have the final say-so on what's going to take place and what's not going to take place. And so I share all of this information to basic. I share all of this base this information with you to basically say that honestly, do not live in fear of sickness and disease because it has no power over you except for the power you give to it. Honestly. Sickness and disease literally has zero power. Just like I'm sure most people have heard this. They say, well, um, the boogeyman can't hurt you if you're not afraid of the boogeyman. Or don't be afraid of the dark because there's nothing in the dark to be afraid of. It can't affect you if you're not afraid. It can't scare you if you're not afraid. And the the same... Um, the, same, the same scenario applies for a bully. A bully can't bully you unless you allow them to bully you. Because if you stand up for yourself, then the bully can't bully you. The bully has no control except for the power you hand over to the bully. Do you understand? So, and honestly, this is not, this is not radical um, information. This is not foreign information. This is not like high-tech information. These is, this is basic common sense. These are basic principles that some people follow every single day. These are basic principles that very few people in the world actually live their life based on. Okay? Um, like if you have a poverty mindset, a, a limitation, mediocre mindset, and if that is your mindset, if that is your dominant mindset, then you cannot expect to live a life of plenty and abundance and financial freedom if your dominant mindset is poverty and limitation. It's basic common sense, if you will. Seriously. So, you know, it's, it's, it's like this. Sickness, disease, it has no power. And a doctor only has authority and power based on the authority and power that you allow them to have. And don't think, well, a doctor knows what they're talking about because, well, they've went to school for so many years and years and years. So, of course, they have the insight they have the know-how and the knowledge and the wisdom to um, diagnose you to say, okay, this is what's wrong. This is what's going on. You should do this. You should take these steps. You should do that and this. Now, most people would say yes. Most people would be comfortable with that. They, they're basically okay with that. But when you think about it, okay, a doctor went to school, so to speak, and... 
learned about medication and learned about the physical body and learned about sickness and disease and learned about the effects that I guess medication has on the physical body, learned what the environment, how the environment can affect the physical body, how disease and sickness can affect the physical body, how certain types of medication can affect the physical body. I guess they went to school to learn these things. But Quantum physics, metaphysics, energy work, frequency, vibration. Anyone can learn that and anyone can have a basic understanding of energy and frequency and vibration and understand that quantum physically speaking, there is no physical realm. So if there is no physical realm, which means there is no physical body, then sickness and disease is sickness and disease would practically be impossible to infect something that isn't real to begin with. You cannot take sickness and disease and infect a hologram. Think about it. Disease and sickness cannot infect a hologram. Disease and sickness cannot infect the air, if you will. Are there things that are airborne? Yes, I'm sure there are. But think about it. Even with H2O, the oxygen, the, the excuse me, it's even with the oxygen that you believe that you're breathing, you're not you're not actually breathing because you're not a physical body in a simulation. Your character, your avatar, if you will, is not inhaling and exhaling. Your character just is. So a disease or sickness cannot affect a hologram. You cannot affect something Put like this. The disease and the sickness is a, is a program. It's, it's basically programs and codes. The physical body, so to speak, if you will, is codes and programs. So you're going to take one program to affect another program, which can be done speaking on a biological level. If you have a laptop, which is a, basically you have a laptop, there's programs on the laptop. You can put a virus on the laptop and infect it. I get that. But... Sickness and disease, according to a hologram, you cannot infect, you cannot take something physical and infect something that is non-physical, if you will. Basically is what I'm saying. Do you understand? You cannot take, so to speak, a physical sickness or disease and infect something that is non-physical, which is the body. Because think about it. Sickness and disease is not even physical. Let's say COVID-19. Basically, COVID-19 is just a title, a name. That's all it is. Oh, you have COVID-19. Okay, you have a title. You have a name of something that basically describes something. And the body being a hologram, you're going to make an attempt to infect a non-physical hologram with something that's physical or excuse me, or you're going to make an attempt to say to take something that is non-physical to try to infect something else that is non-physical. That makes no sense. It's like saying, OK, I'm going to use air to infect air. How is that possible? You're going to infect air with air. If you will, like I've said before, sickness and disease is literally just um, in your head. It's in your mind. And to break it down to a bare 
understanding, a bare minimum understanding so that anyone can get it. Sickness and disease is for the most part, like I just said, um, it's literally a mindset that you either accept or you reject. That's what sickness and disease is. It's a program. Now, if you have a laptop or desktop, as far as I know, no one is going to willingly take a virus and infect their laptop so that it can in turn crash. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. And so I'm positive to say that a person would say, no, I do not accept. I actually reject this virus that you want to install on my laptop so that it can screw it up. No, you're not going to put that on my laptop. No, it's going to mess it up. Same thing with disease and sickness. If a doctor says, okay, you have this, you have that. No, I don't. There's nothing wrong with me. Because spiritually speaking, energetically speaking, there is nothing wrong with you. Remember, you need a host to, to execute an action. You need a host in order to execute a particular action, to see the outcome of something. You need a host. And fortunately, we're not a physical body, so we have no host to infect. We are consciousness, if you will. We are literally the air that most believe that we are breathing. We are literally just consciousness. And consciousness is not physical. Okay? Consciousness is literally just consciousness. You cannot, um, you cannot perceive consciousness. You cannot taste or feel consciousness. Do you understand? You cannot infect consciousness with the sickness or disease. Consciousness has never, ever been infected with any kind of sickness or disease. It's never had to go to the hospital. It's never needed to take medication. It's never needed to eat or drink water. It's never needed to sleep. It doesn't get tired. It doesn't need to rest. Do you understand? Consciousness is eternal. It's infinite. I mean, think about this. Have you noticed? Have you wondered why... There is so much information about, let's say, um, the secret, about the law of attraction, about how powerful the thoughts are, about these many wonderful things that we can do and things that we can accomplish. But yet, they say all these wonderful, inspiring things to you, but yet, at at the end of every sentence, at the end of every speech, every paragraph, they make it known. They make sure that they continue to tell you again. But nonetheless, you can do these powerful things, but you are still what? Human. You are still a physical human with several different limitations. Yes, you can do a lot of powerful things, a lot of wonderful life changing things, but you're still human. You are still receptive to sickness and disease and death and basically everything in the world. No, we're not. No, we're not. I'm sorry. We're not.
because we're not physical. We are not a physical, tangible human being. Because you do not think about this. I want you to I want people to think for a second here. Let's just say hypothetically speaking, okay, let's say that we were actually physical tangible human beings. Okay. Take a person that is blind, whether they were born that way or maybe, you know, they became that way, okay? Explain how a person that is blind, some people, not all, but some people can still go out in public, can still go out in the open with an assistance stick or a dog, if you will. But let's say the people without a dog, okay? Let's say people who maybe just have, I think I think it's called like a, a blind stick or a pole or whatever that is, but for those people, okay? How is it that these people can still, honestly, for the most part, they can still read and they can still go out and about and run their errands and still do their daily activities, their daily routines. And yet, biologically speaking, they cannot see. Has anyone ever considered this or thought about it, wondered about it? Let me tell you what that is. Basically... And, and more than likely, I'm sure they're not telling you this, but I'm sure they have told you this, but just in a maybe twisted kind of a way. But let me tell you this. You do not see, honestly, when you perceive. First and foremost, when you perceive, you do not perceive with physical eyes. You perceive with the mind. Or for those of you who don't really understand that, you perceive with the brain. Now, the brain does not have a set of eyes, but yet the brain, the mind, if you will, is aware of everything in consciousness. It's aware of everything around you. It's aware of everything that you think you're aware of, and it's aware of everything that you don't think that you're aware of. The mind sees all. The mind is all because the mind is not a physical thing. It's not a physical, tangible thing. And yet again, so to speak, Biologically speaking, blind people can still go out and do their their normal activities. They can still go out and live their life, even though they cannot, if you will, bio biologically see. But again, you do not perceive with your eyes, just just like you do not uh, you do not hear with your ears. Now, most people would say, OK, I heard that. No, you didn't. The mind heard it and the mind basically relayed a message to the body so that the body can have a reaction to say, hey, I heard this. And the body's reaction is basically to raise your hand or to speak up, which the mind instructs the body to say, hey, raise your hand or speak up and say, hey, I heard that. Do you understand? Every single thing that you are doing Basically, again, like I've said before, is a direct command coming directly from the mind to say, hey, this is how you should basically react or respond based on this particular action. Whether it's directly towards you or it's just something that's just happening in general. So you didn't hear that. The mind heard it. And relayed a message or gave a command or an instruction to the body to say, respond accordingly to this by lifting your hand or speaking up to say, to acknowledge and say, hey, I heard that.
That's all that is. And that goes for every single thing that you do. Even down to you eating food, drinking water, digesting your food, intaking of the water. What, what does the water do? What does the food do? What does the proteins do? Your internal organs, the heartbeat, the lungs, the nervous system, the blinking of the eyes, the acceptance or the rejection of sickness and disease. The command, the final say-so, all comes from the mind. And we are the mind. We are not the physical body. We are the mind. So we make a conscious decision to say we accept or no, we reject. We install or no, we do not install. This is okay. No, this is not okay. I want this. No, I don't want this. That's what it is. So literally, when it comes to sickness and disease, there is no such thing. It's literally just a program. It is not natural and normal. Honestly, think about this. Most people would say that it is the, according to the, to the human nature, okay? It is the natural and normal thing to eventually, at some point, to grow old, have a sickness, have a disease, and then you die. According to humanity, that is the natural, normal thing. But my question is, let's say that you are one that is enjoying your life. You are having the time of your life. You're traveling the world. You are financially free. You have an awesome wife or you have female acquaintances. You drive a really nice car. You live in a huge mansion. Your career is just taking off. I mean, you are just living the best part of your life. My question is, who's to say? Who is to dictate and say that all of these things at some point are supposed to end? Why do they have to end? Especially... If you are having the time of your life, you are enjoying your existence. Why does it have to end? Why is it that humanity dictates to say, well, the normal and natural things that, hey, the normal and natural thing is that all good things or even all bad things must come to an end. Why? Why is that? Why does it have to come to an end? Why can't we just continue on and on and on? Now, there was a time, and I think, I believe there might still be people out there that are, that are trying to uh, accomplish immortality. That's ridiculous. In my opinion, that is utterly absurd. That's crazy. Because you cannot become something that you already are. We are already immortal. Because, again... Hypothetically speaking, if we were actually the physical body, then explain how one still is able to live on, even though they are not, uh, if you will, uh, confined in a physical body. How are they? How are they living on? How are they interacting? How how is it that they are still conscious if the, if you will, physical body has died? It has perished. 
It has expired. How does one continue to live on if we were actually the physical body? Quantum physics explains that. It talks about it in detail. It tells you exactly what you need to know regarding the physical realm, so to speak, quote unquote. God, think about this. God is not a physical being, and yet God created you. Now, most people would agree and say, yes, the Bible can attest to this. It's written there. God created us. A non-physical being, a non-physical, tangible being created us in God's likeness. We're not going to even say his or her likeness. We're going to say God, we were created in the image of God, so to speak, according to this Bible. A non-physical being created us. We are literally, honestly, think about this. We are literally extensions of God's mind. We are literally extensions of God's essence, of God's creation. Do you understand? So, hypothetically speaking, again, if we were actually physical creatures, then how does one, again, how does one continue to live on? How does one still have consciousness? How? Because if we were actually physical beings, then once you die, that will be it. You are expired. You no longer exist. There is no living on after the physical body has expired. You are gone permanently, never to be remembered again. You do not exist. So again, that is another fact that basically dictates to us and informs us to say, hey, hello, we are not physical beings. That's not who we are because we continue after the physical body, so to speak, has died. Do you understand? Not to mention a non-physical God has created us. So why would God ever, ever want us to perish if God is eternal, then we are eternal because we are literally extensions of God. We are, we, like this, if you have a thought, if you have a thought, and we all know that a thought is literally a perceived, a perceived visual taking place in real time. If you think about something, that thought is an extension of your mind. And if you have a thought of something and yet, and then you turn around and you experience that very thought that you were having. Is it honest? To, is it is it positive to say? Is it confident enough to say that that thought is literally an extension of you? You had this thought. You perceived. You conceived of this thought. And so now, therefore, you are experiencing it. Is that safe to say? And thoughts are not physical. You created a thought. You had an idea. You conceived of something. You projected it outwardly. And now you are experiencing it, so to speak, third dimensionally, so to speak, but not physically. Now, you can say third dimensionally, but third dimension does not reference and does not mean physical because there is nothing physical in existence at all. When we refer to matter, the physical body, hard objects, a chair, a car, a bottle, or whatever, pencil, pen, whatever, 
these, so to speak, physical objects, these objects that are considered to be matter, where we can manipulate matter, we can manipulate energy. Okay. And so matter is energy. Which basically dismisses the theory that, oh, there's a physical realm. There is no such thing. Because you cannot smile and frown at the same time. You cannot be angry and sad at the same time. You have to do one or the other. Both cannot exist. Both cannot share the same space. Do you understand? Anger and love cannot share the same space. It has to be one or the other. Evil and good cannot be present and share the same space. It has to be one or the other. We are not physical beings. So therefore, there is no sickness. There is no disease. And that isn't to, honestly, I don't share this information with you to hype you up. I don't share this information to kind of boost your self-esteem. No, I share this information because this is what it is. We as non-physical beings is the normal, natural way. Being physical is not normal and natural. I hear people say all the time, well, that's not normal. That's not the natural thing. We need natural things for the body. Well, guess what? There is nothing natural for an unnatural body because the body is not natural because the body isn't physical to even be on a spectrum or even to register as something natural. The physical body is not natural. So therefore, there isn't nothing natural you can put into it because the physical body doesn't exist on the third dimensional plane of matter. Do you understand? You can manipulate matter and matter is energy. And energy is everything. And consciousness encircles everything. The universe is mental, not physical. God is consciousness. God is a spiritual being. God is an energetic being. God is not physical. So that's where it gets me where people say, well, we are human. No, we're not. We're not human. We are not physical beings. So, and again, I'll say this, energy, it does not grow old. Yes, I have talked about this probably a million times, but I have to continue to talk about it because I continue, excuse me, I continue to look around and see people growing old. I continue to look around and see people getting sick. I continue to look around and see people continue to experience this thing called disease and they are consciously allowing themselves to experience discomfort and pain and agony and unnecessary uh, symptoms if you will based on what they have consciously accepted based on what they have uh, based on based on what they have uh, allowed their perception to accept. Do you understand? Energy does not grow old. Energy doesn't die. Think about it. If, yes, I have talked about this. I will share it again. If energy actually died, if it actually grew old and then it died, there would be no God. And if there would be no God, which means there would be no us. 
And if there is no God and there and if there is no us, which means there is no nothing. There will be absolutely nothing in existence, nothing. No God, no people, no consciousness, no spiritual realm, no physical realm, no anything. There, there would literally be nothingness. It would be completely void. Utterly void. Nothingness. Have you ever thought to yourself, who am I really? What am I really? Where did I come from? I can tell you, you are God. You are an extension of God. God created you, which, which makes you God. You are the extension of God. You are the mind of God. You are the consciousness of God. You are the essence of God. You are God. And yes, we have the ability and liberty and control to create anything, to manifest anything, to have whatever we want, to perceive as we will. Do you understand? Life is not difficult. Life, it's not difficult. Honestly, life should be, honestly, the easiest thing we've ever experienced. You know why? Because your life, your existence is all based on what you decide. Your life is what you say it is. Your life is what you declare it to be. And if you accept, if you accept limitation, if you accept heartache, if you accept poverty, if you accept sickness and disease and limitation and mediocrity, if you accept these things, that's what you are basically projecting out. And so therefore, that's what you are going to experience. If you accept hatred, if you accept prejudice, if you accept racism, if you if you consciously accept these things, you are projecting these things out. And when you project something out, the reason why you here's the thing, because you are projecting it out, it comes from inside out. So therefore, it's in you. So what you what's in you is being projected out. So therefore, you experience what was you are you are literally experienced what was inside of you because now you have put it out there for yourself and maybe a few others to experience it with you. And that's when you that's when you hear the term shared consciousness, collective consciousness. We you and I agree to share the same space. I'm going to put a projection out there and you are going to agree and be in alignment with my projection because we are one and the same. I am you and you are me. We are God and God is us. Think about it. We are God and God is us. I am you and you are me. Do you understand? Because again, like I've said before, you cannot separate energy. There is no individual energy. There is no, okay, you have your energy. Tom, you have your energy. Sally, you have your energy. John, you have yours. No, you cannot separate energy. Just like, again, you cannot destroy it. It does not grow old. It does not die. Energy doesn't get hungry. It doesn't get thirsty. 
It doesn't feel pain or fatigued or tiredness. It doesn't need to rest. Do you understand? So again, so, well, so this is why it puzzles me sometimes, not all the time, because I, I understand it on a, a deeper level. But sometimes this is why it puzzles me to look around and I see people that have grown old. I see people that are in the hospital. I see people that are suffering from sickness and disease. I see people that are honestly, that are experiencing hatred. I see people that are experiencing prejudice. I see people that are experiencing racism. And honestly, here's the thing. Now this may, this may shake you up, but I have to say it. Everything that you experience is all based on you. In other words, to say everything that you experience was a conscious decision from you. Now, let me say this. If you are experiencing prejudice, if you are experiencing racism, if you are experiencing sickness, disease, hatred, poverty, limitation, mediocrity, if you are experiencing this currently right now in your life, you are the reason why it's happening. You, no one else. There is no external person or thing to say it's your fault. It's that's that's the, that's the reason why this is he or she is the reason why. No, it's all you. It's all you. Because, again, like I've said, no one is forcing you to perceive a certain way. No one is forcing you at gunpoint to believe a certain way. So everything that you experience, whether it's good or bad. You're the reason why you are experiencing it, because you can always change it. And that is honestly and literally, that is equivalent to sitting on the couch in front of the TV with the controller in your hand and something is projecting on, something is on the screen that you are perceiving, so to speak. And yet here you are complaining about what you are watching. You are complaining about what you are perceiving and yet you have the controller in your hand to change the channel and yet you continue to com to complain and complain and complain and again the controller is in your hand if you do not like what you are perceiving change the channel very simple everything that you experience you're the reason why it's happening you're the reason and you cannot point fingers at anyone else. Just like this. Okay. If a person is wealthy and they are rich and they are financially free, they are the reason why they are experiencing that. They can't say, well, it's because of this job. It's because of this opportunity. Because think about it. If it wasn't for that job, if it wasn't for that opportunity, they, if it wasn't for that opportunity, they could not experience it. Anyway, that is my time. I have to go. Good day to you.